Welcome to the DY Media One podcast recorded by the media program at Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School. In these shows, we will discuss news and issues addressed to the DY School District and the communities of Dennis and Yarmouth. Hello, everybody. My name is Reed Winham. I am the media and English teacher here at Dennis Sharmouth Regional High School, and we are bringing back a show that has been gone for about a year or so. Um, kind of fell off the radar during COVID, but we're going to try and bring it back. Uh, State of the School, where uh, I sit down with our building principal and talk about how things are going at the high school. And uh, so I'm welcoming here today Miss Kendra Bennett, who is our building principal. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So this is your this is your first full year in what I like to call the center seat. Yes, yeah. it is. Yep. And how, how do you feel so far? How does it? So I feel great. In some ways, it feels like I've been in this seat for a long time. And then in other ways, it feels like it should as it's the fall, you know, beginning of having this position. So um being in education for as long as I have as I have it's nice to know that we're in the beginning it's fall I'll start to get a groove maybe in winter spring will be wild and then next year and over the summer it'll be like oh these are all the things that I wanted to do and wanted to improve upon and you Mm -hmm. get that second chance so you know it 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 feels good um we have a lot going on at DY so sometimes it can be it can feel really big but uh you just try to break it down into manageable parts was was admin something you always saw yourself doing, or were you was it something you kind of, as you went along, you're like, ah, you know, maybe? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say initially being a teacher wasn't even something I always wanted to do. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the right, same way. yep. So it kind of fell, you know, I took some classes, signed up for grad school and loved it, which just, I was so happy, you know, because school is expensive. Um, so I was really happy I liked it. And then the administrative role happened kind of organically, you know, once I was here in the building. It was certainly something I was interested in. Um, I think the track just really went fast. I was speaking, you know, outside of DY, and in a lot of ways, this position feels like a finish line and it feels like a place I can really settle in. So I feel as invested in being a principal as I did being a teacher. You know, oh, so great. I'm taking this as like the first year, but everything's just going to get better. And I'm really kind of sinking my teeth into the position and wanting to get to where I was 10 years in the classroom, you know. Fantastic. So we had an exciting morning here. Um, we had, I, I didn't even do a head count of how many police officers in the building. We did. So we have about, we probably had 15. We have the school broken up into 13 sections. Yep. So during a lockdown drill, we like to have a staff member paired with a police officer. So that's, but I know there were some new police officers here this morning that were getting trained. So in my group, we actually had two officers. So um, yeah, I think we had about 15 or more participating in the lockdown drill. Yeah, and so it's, it's school-wide lockdown drill that's Actually, they're doing it at three buildings today. I was going to say, yeah, it's not quite. It was a big undertaking, they mentioned this morning. So all of the officers, yeah, are going to be visiting two other schools after DY. So three buildings, but four schools. Yeah, and he, at least here in this building was organized by Officer Nick Pascarosa and Officer John Tibbetts. Yep. Um, and, and I think they're organizing the others, too. Yeah. They're heading, yep. Yeah. But it was, I was part of the unlocked, the unlocked team, and I thought it went – it was it's it was great it was it was great to see things 
working the way they should. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we, you know, I we have some areas for improvement, but that's why we do the drills so we can see how can we do this better the next the next time and 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 hopefully uh, be prepared for the thing that hopefully never happens. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know one thing that helps me wrap my head around it are twofold. You know. It's a nice observation to see the building get cleared out in seconds. You know, I think in a lot of areas it was less than 30 seconds. Additionally, it's nice, like you said, to have these conversations about what went well and what we can improve on when it's not that emergency moment. Um, You kind of build that muscle memory and that thought process so that we just keep improving and that we, you know, hopefully don't have these conversations in an escalated moment. It is remarkable. Normal, I've only, twice I've been part of the Unlock team, and it's mm-hmm. remarkable to see how quickly people react. Um, and, and also, you know, not to, not to bring up a, a sore point, but we had, we had a real-life scenario mm-hmm. last year. Um, and once again, because we were trained so well over the years, because we had practiced so well, everybody knew what to do. In my room, there was we had students. We had there was two teachers in the room. There was no panic, right? Um, and it it was a difficult situation, mm-hmm. but I was impressed by how administration and police handled it. Yeah, um, and and felt safe. Right. That's um, one thing Officer Nick said over the summer is in those moments people fall back on procedure so like you said you knew what to do because we had practice so at least there was a foundation there was a procedure you were following right um and that's that's why we practice that's why we do these drills my brain knew exactly what to do Mm -hmm. as soon as as soon as it happened yeah so on to more positives yes how are things going at DUI? Like, are, are there any interesting things that have been happening in the past few weeks? Yeah, I mean, I just am amazed, you know, again, having the teacher view from the classroom and then as an assistant principal, but now as the principal, I am just amazed at how much is going on at DUI. Um, we are, like, I mean, if I can equate it to a beehive, I mean, we are a hive of action and um, we have wonderful staff members that are willing to head on initiatives run by students, um, you know, uh, fulfilling some of their passions and, you know, showing kids and letting them see if they're interested in it. Um, But, you know, some things we have our German exchange students here currently, which is, you know, been really great. They're just, you know, the energy and excitement in in their eyes and their faces, you can see just visiting an American school. Um, they went to some soccer games. They went to the football game. Um, they had a game night. They did a whale watch. You know, so it's all those things that sometimes living on the Cape, you know, it's nice to show off. You know, yeah. some of the things yeah. that we do. So that's that's really great. And last year, our students went over there, so yep. we ping pong the years. Back yep. and forth, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so I remember when our kids returned, they were talking about similar, like just the everyday. But this is the restaurant we went to. This is the walk that they take to school. And just to see that daily living um, is really nice. Yeah. And an, another shameless plug, uh, we, we had a student in broadcast technology class did a great video montage of the trip. It's on DY Media One YouTube, and it's worth watching. They did such a great job with putting it together. It's worth worth the watch. Awesome. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, I have some other things. Our fall play is Murder on the Orient Express. I just this morning saw a student um, looking at the program or the script and speaking his lines in the hallway. So that was awesome to see. I am a... 
Agatha Christie is my my secret. My, I'm a secret Agatha Christie <laughs> fan. I'm currently reading an Agatha Christie book right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I'm a huge Hercule Poirot fan, so I am just so excited. <laughs> yeah, about... the play choices have been amazing yeah. lately, and I don't want to give the spring one away, but I'm equally excited for that one. Yeah, <laughs> Miss McMahon is a great addition to oh, our staff. She's doing such a good job. Yeah. yeah, these kids are invested and committed because of her. Um, we have Spirit Week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to start it off easy with Pajama Day on Monday. So, you know, if anybody wanted to have a comfortable start to the week. Just roll out of bed and come right to school. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's kind of it's coincided with STEM Week mm-hmm. this week. Um, so there's going to be, you know, and then we have the half days. So we have activities in Dolphin Home planned, um, you know, all week to should go by fast. But it's an exciting week. And then we have the homecoming dance on Saturday, which I know will be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Trying to see what else. I mean, some other updates I have are um, we were chosen by the state for the National Assessment of Education Progress. So that will be an eighth grade test that will happen in February. So I think there's a lottery. So Dennis Yarmouth was chosen this year. So is this a good thing or is this a um, stressful I think thing? I think it's certainly I don't want to make it stressful or have it seem stressful. Um, you know, for what it's worth, I think our kids are pretty accustomed to being tested. Mm-hmm. So but it's another data point that we'll be able to use to measure some of our progress. So I think okay. it's, you know, it will definitely be helpful where that falls on the stress or positive, uh-huh. <laughs> it'll be helpful. Can you tell me, as, as you go out and about through the building, um, one interesting thing that you've seen going on in a classroom at DY? Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of interesting things, but something that you know I've been able to observe and then also have many conversations around is our Innovation Pathways program, and that's in healthcare and social assistance. Well, my understanding is that the students in the program, it's healthcare and emergency response. Yep, that's part of the and emer- and social assistance would be the other right. piece. So, yep. And that, that they're given courses and experiences that if they decide to go into social work or the medical field, that they will have a leg up the day that they get their diploma. Exactly. Some of them even being licensed in like licensed EMTs when mm-hmm. they when they cross the stage. Yeah, so thank you. Yep. And that's what I'm seeing is that application of what they're learning into the career world. So visiting some of the AP psychology classes, um, you know, they have a psychologist's office set up and um, Mr. Hatch is showing case studies and Um, information and concepts that these students are then applying to themselves, the real world, and how it can apply to careers. And then I was in Ms. Chaucey's class just last week, and they were watching staph infections, um, or someone who may or may not be infected with staph Mm -hmm. was the lab. And so they're learning if they were going into the, if someone were to be getting surgery, how to sort of screen and prep that person um, for staph. But the cool thing currently is our innovation pathways is in its third year so now we're reaching the second half that you know upperclassmen those certifications um that leg up is really happening this year and next year for those juniors and seniors that's fantastic that's fantastic i know it's a very exciting program Mm -hmm. and and they get they they it's a regular they get a regular high school diploma they have Mm -hmm. the same requirements but then they also get this other 
kind of real world practical, like able to go out and, and, and get to work right away or get into a program, you know, if, if they decide to go to medical school or whatever it is they decide to do. Exactly. Yep. Is there anything that parents need to know right now? So, I mean, I think it's just a couple of things. I've been trying to keep parents in the community informed using the Bennett Beat um, with things that are high priority. But um, so what's really important to me is attendance, of course. We're doing all these wonderful things, and I really want all students to be able to take advantage of this. Um, So attendance is important not only for that, but also consistency. You know, it's helpful when students can keep the momentum of their classes and courses and not feel like they have to dig themselves out of any kind of hole. Um, And secondly, it's just that cell phone reminder. You know, I've um, included articles over the summer. I'll include some more in the Bennett Beat. But it's just really important that when students are here, they're engaged um, because teachers, you know, are really looking for that engagement. We're looking to increase that productive struggle within the classroom, those critical thinking skills. And when we have passive learners or kids that are distracted with something else, um, it doesn't really um, cultivate that engaged environment that we're looking for. I know as an adult, I'm, I'm 53 years old. I, I know I don't look it, but I'm 53 <laughs> years old. And, and my phone distracts me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am distracted by it. And I'm, I'm glad that this device was not around when I was in high school. Um, I, I, th- I think it is, it is, if not the number one, definitely one of the number, num- one of the high up there challenges that we're facing in education right now. And you, no matter what teacher you talk to, no matter what school, mm-hmm. it is it is a huge, huge problem. Is that dis- the distraction by this device? which is attention getting. I know. I will know? say, yeah, my short little anecdote this weekend, I was trying to get tickets for an event this weekend while giving my kids breakfast. So you can imagine the distraction, frustration, and then all, all of a sudden I'm typing in my card number and the my, the tickets timed out. So I had to order them again. And But I'm trying to multitask here and I'm not fully right. engaged with my kids. I'm not fully engaged with ordering the tickets. And right. <laughs> I had to put one thing away, focus on that, and, mm-hmm. you know, get the tickets later. So Yeah. It's easier for us as adults to be aware of mm-hmm. it and to mm-hmm. know what the impact is. Um, I think it's a lot harder for the kids to know that, no, that you, you being on your phone right now is impa- impacting your ability to learn in this classroom. Right. And being active participants. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So those would be the two things. I think they're going to be ongoing. Um, I'm committed to making that culture shift that when kids walk in the building, they are more aware. And when new kids come in or underclassmen come in, it's an observable piece of the culture that Mm -hmm. phones aren't out and kids are engaging with adults in the hallway and in the classroom and the cafeteria. So something I'm committed to. Well, we like to end our show with a dolphin shout out. And um, if you would like to do that, now is the now is your opportunity. Awesome. So I, I have the shout out kind of hits a couple of students. Are we thinking the shout out as an individual? Okay. However you so, want to do it. Okay. So good. I kind of uh, took some liberties in interpreting the dolphin shout out. Um, so last year, the last two years as an assistant principal, I kind of had the hallway cafeteria duty. So this is the first year that I've had lunch duty with all three lunches. And you can observe a lot in those, in that hour and a half, uh, socially and, you know, again, culturally at DY, um, you know, it's, it's certainly an interesting time to observe. 
A couple of things I've been seeing. I know I gave a shout out to a student, Brandon, a few weeks ago in the Dolphin News. Mm -hmm. But just on Friday, I have to give a shout out to um, Matt Paquin, who, you know, there was a student sitting at the lunch table by himself and it hadn't gotten so crowded yet um, but Matt just turned around saw the kid waved him over and I mean the smile on all of their faces and just to watch the rest of that 25 minutes go by um, was so much more comforting for me to watch these students step up and kind of step outside of the social box a little bit But what I think for me that's so cool is these little acts, these little moments where students are doing something that they don't, that they still see as small, but the impact is so great. It's just really refreshing to see that in, you know, 25 minutes of their day. You know, it it meant nothing to Matt. It probably meant nothing to this kid, Brandon, to pick up the trash. Um, But I want them and other students to know that when people see that small act, they're really stepping outside in a way that makes that cafeteria better for more people. And when you do something that is less self-serving, you know, and it benefits others and it has a greater impact, it's just so nice to see that, especially in teenagers. Yeah, it's 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 very easy to to look at problems and say, uh, oh, this is this is terrible. This is mm-hmm. awful. But to look at the entire building and the entire community and and, and, and make the decision like this is our house and yes. if we want it to be then then we all have to participate yes. in some, even in a small way even in something small exactly yeah. and it just yeah it makes I mean I'm still talking about it on Monday so you know it's these moments you don't forget about and, and like you said this is our house I want people to feel connected to it and want this to be a better place and a place people want to be in for both adults and students and. So, yeah, these small acts are going to add up. Great. I'm glad that our year is off to uh, what I think is a pretty good start. Um, I thank you for taking – I know your schedule is really busy. Um, So thank you, uh, Ms. Bennett, for coming and sitting with us. Thank you, Chris, for being our tech during this, pressing the buttons. And uh, his his real work begins next, uh, taking out all of my mistakes in the editing process. But uh, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. So this has been State of the School for Term 1 of the 2023-2024 school year. My name is Reed Winham, and we thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the DOI Media One Podcast, a production of the Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School Media Program. If you'd like to explore other projects created by DUI students, check out DUI Media One on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify.